You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector at Holy Name Cathedral, and co-host Mark Teresi, executive director at Holy Name Cathedral. Good morning, Mark. How are you Good doing? Good morning. Beautiful ride down Lakeshore Drive. Crank those windows. Beautiful breeze. Just one, a glorious day. And summer is officially here. Right. In the last few days, and uh, back the most month of June has been very summer-like. It's one of the hottest Junes in the history of Chicago, so it's been very much like summer from the end of May. And you can tell summer's here because there's a restaurant, Sunnyside, on Superior. The line to get in that restaurant, either outside or inside, goes all the way down, across the street, to the cathedral. People are visiting Sunday morning was about a two-hour wait to get into was Sunday. Was it Saturday, really? About a two-hour wait. Wow. So we have a great program lined up again, 312-255-8408. In the battle to fight COVID-19, the White House set an ambitious goal to have 70% of the nation's adults vaccinated by July 4th. Unfortunately, it looked like we'll miss that mark by about 5%. Efforts continue throughout the country and here in Chicago to reach those who have put off getting vaccinated for a number of reasons. Vince Girasoli from our communications team, spoke to Father Mike Flager from St. Sabina Parish in Auburn-Gresham about an ongoing vaccination effort the church is sponsoring. There is positive news to share on the pandemic front. Hospitalizations and death rates are still cause for concern, but they are down significantly. And the communities and economies that uh, we have here in the Chicago area, they're starting to open up again. And that's thanks in large part to vaccinations. However, in communities of color, the vaccination rate lags behind the general population. Joining us today to help lend some perspective to all of that is Father Michael Flager from St. Sabina Parish in Auburn-Gresham. Father Flager, thank you so very much for joining us this morning. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you, Vince. Glad to be here. Now, we're going to be talking a little bit about a vaccination event that you're holding on the day of this recording in just a moment. But I wanted to get some perspective from you on why there seems to be this vaccination hesitancy in communities of color. Well, I think that there's a basic mistrust of government in general. Um, historically, in, um, in the black community, we go back to Tuskegee experiment and other government uh, inoculations that took place, there has been a real question of whether people can trust the government and what's being given to people. And is it different in the black community than other communities in the, in the city? So I think there's a hesitancy, um, but I think it's important that we then as leaders push it and support it and encourage people to um, get vaccinated um, so they can be safe. Remember the first, um, a uh, person that died of COVID-19 in the city of Chicago happened right here in Auburn Gresham. It was an African-American lady in this our community that was the first to die in Chicago. So it is very important that we push and we make sure that our, uh, all our people, but particularly our young adults, um, get vaccinated so they can be safe. Um, so I think we just want to keep pushing it and supporting it. Father Flegger, vaccinations have been available in the United States since late December, not necessarily widely at that point. Uh, but there have been months and months where vaccinations have become more and more available. Have you seen any change uh, in the community at St. Sabina where people are more open to vaccinations because of people like you getting the word out? I do. I think that there are people now who are beginning to see so many have been vaccinated around the country. Um, and they've 
hasn't had re uh, reactions from it. So I think that people now are feeling more and more folks are supporting it and feeling confident in it. So like today we're having this, or there are a number of people who are here already and we just opened up. And I think we have people throughout the day. We're also, Vince, so that you know, um, we're giving for anybody under 25 who gets vaccinated today, well, we're giving them a uh, $25 gift certificate as an incentive because we particularly want our young people to get vaccinated because they have been the growing numbers throughout the country um, who have been catching the virus in the last couple of months. So we're going to keep pushing it. We're going to keep supporting it. Um, and we're also going to try to do any incentives we can to get young people uh, vaccinated. Father Flager, at St. Sabina, you're offering the Pfizer vaccination. That's in conjunction with Roseland Hospital. And you're doing it today, but it's not just on the day of this recording. You're, you're going to be having other events like this in the future, right? Yeah, we're going to continue to do it over the next number of weeks. And the people that get vaccinated here can come back here and get their second shot right here in four weeks from now. So we're going to make it very convenient to people in the community so that they can... Um, come to the same place. We push it to all of our senior buildings, anybody that's not yet in the seniors and vaccinated. And then we're pushing it to our youth and young adult groups also. Father Flicker, it must be so difficult for so many families when there are some in the family who agree that vaccination is safe and others who are hesitant. I imagine people have reached out to you and other members of the staff. And that would, well, I know it weighs on me heavily because there are people in my family who are a bit concerned about still at this point getting their vaccination. We want to make sure that everybody in the family is safe, um, not just in their home and with their family and their relatives, but when they go out to school, to the community. And I believe the day is going to come when a lot of places are going to say, if you're not vaccinated, you can't come in here. You can't enter here. Um, so I think we've got to push it. Also, I want to say that I think one of the hesitancies that I keep hearing from people has been, there's been a lot of misinformation that has gone on, you know. If you're vaccinated, you can. Uh, you have to still wear a mask. You still have to social distance, and then we change that, and it's been a lot of changing. So I think that made people also a little leery and a little untrusting of the whole process. But I think now that there's some clarity, if you're vaccinated, um, you can go out in public. You don't need to wear a mask anymore. You can go in places that um, will only open up for vaccinated if you have your card with you. So I think now that there's clarity and now that we're seeing more and more people in the country vaccinated, I think we're going to continue to see this grow in, in communities of color, but also in um, uh, young monks, young people in particular. Father Michael Flegger, thank you so very much for joining us today. The effort that you're doing at St. Sabina for your surrounding community is so important. But speaking like this and getting the word out serves people beyond the immediate Auburn-Gresham community. So thank you so very much. We appreciate it. And uh, you, folks just have to go to the parish's website to find out about your upcoming vaccination events that you'll be having in the weeks ahead. Thank you very much, Father Flegger. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, Vince. And remember, if you're watching and listening now, if you would like more information on COVID-19 and vaccination efforts throughout the Chicago area here in the Archdiocese of Chicago, you can log on to our website, archchicago.org slash coronavirus. I'm Vince Girasoli, and thank you very much for joining us. What a tremendous interview with uh, Father Michael Flager and Vince Girasoli. A lot Girasoli. of clarity. A lot, a lot of clarity, clarity and, community. And also, uh, Mike was able to answer questions that I had regarding vaccinations in the the black community which he did a marvelous job but then father flager is one of the best we have in the archdiocese mark take us to break wndz 750 am catholic chicago on your dial please stay tuned and when we continue we'll be discussing the music ministry at old saint patrick's church how they've modified their approach or improved their approach now that covid restrictions have been lifted we'll be back in a few minutes please stay tuned
I feel special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. Caring adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312-937-3375. The word made clear is exactly what its name implies. It's an easy-to-understand explanation of the Word of God, the Gospel. Hello, I'm Father James McElhone, Director of Biblical Formation for the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'd like to invite you to take our free online Bible study program by going to thewordmadeclear.org. Our website offers an audio-based guide to the Gospels of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Listen to my lectures and follow along with the handouts provided. There are even discussion guides. You can also explore the biblical roots of the Mass. And there are links to a wide variety of biblical sources that will benefit both teachers and students of the sacred scriptures. Just go to wordmadeclear.org to experience our free online Bible study program. Again, it's free at wordmadeclear.org. It's the Word of God. Enjoy. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. The time is in Chicago. is 8.13 on this beautiful... Thursday morning in Chicago. Yeah. It's been a great month in June. 312-255-8408. 312-255-8408. Mark, intro, the rest of the program. Yeah, this is a wonderful... Um, oh, this is up your alley. It, well, the music ministry at Old St. Patrick's Church. And I'll introduce it by saying for when Jack Wall took over at Old St. Pat's for the first eight years, I was privileged to do music. At, at Old St. At Pat's. all the Masses? At one or two of the Masses, depending on the week. Um, so it's dear to my heart, and how the ministry has grown is so edifying to me, the idea that— Outstanding music that, at Old that, St. Pat's. And we have our the music director, Mark. Now, I'm going to pronounce it like my Italian background, but you tell me how you pronounce it. I would say scosafave, but what would you let's, say? Let's go with that. Okay, uh, good. Good. And the director of liturgy, Dominic Trumpfio, and Mark Tracy. So we've got the vowels ending in all of our letters, which will be a good show. <laughs> I'm just a very humble Polish priest. <laughs> and we'll talk about the music ministry at St. Pat's Church, including how did you keep up the ministry during COVID-19 pandemic? Many, many folks that I've talked to have tuned in to the liturgies during COVID at Old St. Pat's and really have been nourished by, by um, not only the music, by the homilies, by the spirit of the place, and how this ministry is moving forward now that the restrictions have been lifted. Uh, we'll show several videos uh, featuring the music ministry of Old St. Pat's during our show today. So what what is going on? What's the update look like at Old St. Pat's now that the restrictions have been lifted? Gentlemen? 
Well, we are we're back to opening our uh, our liturgies, and um, of course, we've stayed together really well over the pa- over the course of the pandemic. I think we have a lot uh, a lot to be grateful for there. And when we land together, uh, people are ready to go, and they know each other, and they've been connected this whole time. Um, so the first thing we did is we started adding a pew choir to our Sunday liturgies, and so the front several pews are all choir members that are now singing together for the first time, and this enables us to kind of bridge back. To now, when did that begin? Bridge. Just in the last two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. Interesting. It's called a pew choir. I like that. And how many are in the pew choir? We've had about 15 to 25. Wow, so that's but a wonderful... very strong 15 to 25. That's a wonderful sound, then. It is. And then do you eventually bring them up facing the congregation at some point, or when does that happen? Yeah, this is our own little bridge phase. Oh. Uh, I call it the well, bridge like to the well. The, br- and, the bridge uh, to the well. So, and both of... So we start with this, and, and we come back uh, eventually soon. By the end of July, we'll, we'll have people back singing together, uh, shoulder to shoulder, as, as crazy as that may feel. And now, Dominic, you oversee the entire liturgical grouping at the, at the Old St. Pat's. I do, and this is... Uh, kind of a new role. So it's really been um, really exciting and, and interesting kind of taking on this role uh, during this time. My first Sunday was a couple couple Sundays ago, the first, our first kind of open open Sunday. And I, you know, a lot of times, I, you know, I work with Mark with the music and Mop in the Well, playing piano, directing choirs as well. Uh, but I had the opportunity to be kind of in the, in the back of church as an observer on that first weekend that we were, uh, you know, open. And it was just so exciting to see the people, their faces. So exciting to hear the congregation singing. It's just, I, it's been a long time since I've uh, heard a congregation sing that uh, robustly. So wow. it was, uh, it's been a really great opportunity for me to kind of, um, kind of stand back and just observe the liturgical life uh, of Old St. Pat's. And the, these last uh, couple of weeks have been so excited, uh, exciting. Well, now speaking of singing, we have six videos regarding the music ministry at Old St. Pat's. We want to get all six in, so we're going to begin with number one. How about right now? And Greg, join in. Yeah, I'll join in, yeah. They're going to ask me to sit down. (laughs) This revolutionary microcomputer is only the size of a USB
Silent Night in June. Beautiful. And many people feel like they've missed missed Christmas. And how about this? Six months from today, Christmas Eve. Yeah. So I like how Dominic and Mark are ahead of the game right now. That's so good, good marketing. You're marketing six months ahead of time. And that, is, is that video was beautiful, the uh, choreography, the, the lighting, the singing. How did you put that together with the individual squares? I mean, were people singing from home? People were singing from home. Wow. Um, candlelit. And this was us experimenting with doing the virtual choir with a live ensemble. So we recorded that ensemble live in church, the instruments, and then I sent out the guide tracks to the choir and they recorded their pieces from home and then I put the rest of it together. How much time did that take? People ask me that a lot. It's an embarrassing amount of time. It's a lot of time. (laughs) That's, I mean, it was just tremendous. So everybody from home, you pull it all together. That's fascinating. And the sound was magnificent. Now, how did both of you get involved at Old St. Pat's? Maybe whoever wants to Well, first to of all, from. Dominic, how long have you been at Old St. Pat's? Gosh, I, uh, I first came there. You know, little known fact, actually, I played the uh, Old St. Pat's Shams on Nagal, the Celtic celebration, back in like 2002. I played oh, wow. for that. And that was one of my first experiences of Old St. Pat's. But then... Uh, the former music director, Bill Frere, brought me on in 2003, 2012 as the uh, teen choir and children's choir uh, director. And I kind of went into a, more of a full-time role there uh, after that. So, and how about you, Mark? I've been a, a member there since 2006 and slowly kind of volunteer, worked my way up into the music ministry. I had a past life in consulting, so um, I have not full-time there until 2017. But I've been part of the music ministry since probably 2010. Well, they're both, they're lucky to have both of you there. What a gift. Yeah, the music at Old St. Pat's is phenomenal. And the thing is, and we all know for every music director, director of liturgy, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, COVID-19 changed everything. Right. And, do, uh, do you want to go to our next? <clears throat> yeah, let's, yeah, let's go to the next one, our second video. And uh, maybe something from springtime or fall. We've already had Christmas. Brian, take it over. Come on. 
Beautiful. Absolutely incredible. Beautiful. Now, I know, and you Wait. know. That, <laughs> I know, and you know, that is not a communion song. So um, <laughs> introduction. let's talk intro. about Broadway Welcome. on Adams. My wife and I, with a group of friends, have been there, I think, two or three years um, live. And you did capture some of the spirit of the live show in that, which is wonderful. You want to talk a little bit about Broadway on Adams? And is there a new one coming up somewhere down the road? Well, you, you asked me this last time. I know you're a fan. Yeah, um, I love it. This is just us having fun. And um, and this was our 10th anniversary of doing Broadway at Adams this past year. And so we had to do it. And mm-hmm. we did it virtually. And uh, and it was fun. Now, and Mark, how many hours did that take? If, if the last song, Silent Night, took a long time, how did you put this one together? This one uh, took a lot of work. Everybody did... Um, they had to submit three videos, everybody mm-hmm. individually, because they did different choreography, and it was all scripted. Um, but this one actually took more time. We I mean, had somebody the, bouncing uh, a basketball, juggling balls, did the juggler you know, chasing ever, dogs. Did the juggler ever drop any, or no? He did a good job of... I mean, he's pretty good, but yeah. I don't know, because I only see their best takes. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, Dominic, were you involved with this with Mark, like working with him? Well, yeah, I... Uh... You know, you know, another part of my life, I, I played for musical theater, and so uh, I, you know, when I, whenever Broadway in on Adams uh, comes around, I always get to kind of play my woodwinds, musical, and flex my musical theater skill nice, uh, nice. Uh, for them. And it was really a joy to kind of uh, do that for this video video project. I was playing uh, actually, I think both alto and tenor saxophone on this one. <laughs> did you really you you actually playing instruments for that piece? Yeah. Yep. Now explain yeah, who your participants were. This is this is part of what I love about the whole thing. But these are just these are parishioners, correct? Well, they're choir yeah, people, they're, aren't they? Many of them. They're choir members. It's a it's all volunteer, and um, isn't that beautiful? It's just a group that we put together ten years ago, and they've become great friends. Beautiful. And they play at, they play at Wood Mass on Sunday, ten a.m. Typically, it's been the old five p.m. You know, everything's up in the air for the past year, right? Uh, so we're all spread out. Mm-hmm. Or the old 5 p.m. Sunday, old 5 Sunday p.m. at 5 or Saturday at 5? I think it had to be Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, right. How about this? Uh, Mark, take us to break. Okay. Now, Dominic and Mark, don't go away. No, no, please. <laughs> WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., uh, 312-255-8408. We'll continue to talk about the wonderful music ministry at Old St. Pat's when we come back. Please stay tuned. Many more videos to be listening to and watching. ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. Catholic Charities Schreiber Center for Human Services is now open in Round Lake. Due to the pandemic, we are limited in the number of in-person programs that we currently can provide. However, a food pantry is open twice a week and a Wednesday night supper is held with to-go meals every week. A wide range of senior services are now offered as well. If we can assist you or someone you know, please call us at 847-546-5733. That's 847 847- Five four six five seven three three. Before, during, and after COVID nineteen, Catholic Charities is here for you. You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ seven fifty AM every Monday through Friday from eight AM to nine AM. The Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago.
We're back. Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM. Father Greg Sacklitz, Mark Tracy here. And we're having a wonderful program uh, listening to and discussing the music ministry. Do you also. think Dominic Mark will let me join the choir? No, I don't. I think if he's smart, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe I'll, maybe I'll send you guys an audition tape. Yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get your hopes up. <laughs> thank you for thank you for your support, Mark. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. So, Dominic, this is your last program. <laughs> thank you, so, Dominic. As I begin my last program, um, <laughs> could you no. g- give give us your idea of your vision of this coming year, starting now, the liturgical life at Old St. Pat's? How do you envision, um, with the COVID <clears throat> restrictions being lifted? Oh, how will it look to you? Yeah, that's a that's a you know that's a great 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 question. That's why he gets the big bucks. Been pondering that uh, uh, every minute, every hour, every day. Mm-hmm. That's you know this whole past year has been kind of you know kind of living and planning day by day. But now we have we're able to kind of plan plan forward and uh, so yeah, I think you know just bringing bringing people back to our our space uh, in a in a in a very participatory way, uh, making them feel welcome. Um, definitely, you know, having all our uh, ministers come back on board, um, there'll be some, you know, kind of a re onboarding, mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of them. So in the fall, we're uh, going to be planning some just evenings and days of reflection for, uh, all our ministers, uh, with some guest speakers and just, a, you know, refresher training and that, that sort of thing. But we're, we are just so excited to, to kind of enter this sort of, uh, new normal you know mark the other week said you know we're planning for the 11th sunday of ordinary time but we call it the first sunday of the new normal time <laughs> yeah so, that's a um, great way of looking at yeah. it yeah i think what we have to realize is with the reopening we've gone from a year ago march to june we were totally shut down and then with the reopening a maximum of 50 people at old st pat's 200 the cathedral but you know people are still gun shy in terms of many don't want to come back to liturgy yet because they're afraid right. Uh, people vaccinated still walk into the cathedral wearing masks. Others vaccinated take the masks off. So there's still this new normal. You know, people are still trying to figure their way on moving forward. Let's go to the next third video. I mean, and this is, you know, it, this is fun. Mm-hmm. The, the music ministry is fantastic at Old St. Pat's. So tee it up there, Brian.
You were not listening to the uh, Chicago Lyric Opera. Oh, it happens it's to be the old St. Patrick's. Now, uh, now, do you see why choir. you won't be invited? Uh, to I would draw. <laughs> I would draw my uh, audition tape. Unbelievable! That is phenomenal. Now, when was that done, Dominic and Mark? Just this last Easter. We did that for Easter um, this past year. Yep. It was incredible yeah, the, uh, sound. Now, how- from 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 uh, idea to execution, that was about a twenty-four hour turnaround, right? Right, Mark. We were doing that like, was the fast one. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's why there wasn't a whole lot of creativity going on in that one. But, uh, you turned that around in one day. Started, in one day. Well, the preparation for it, yeah. The but problem, I, and then it, it takes it just... me a week and a half or so. To... <laughs> and, and I noticed a few folks I know, so I have a question related to it. So, like Tom Yang and Jill the cellist, and Tom Yang, the violinist. Tom's been involved at Old St. Pat's when I was there, so he's been involved for years. How do you get such quality musicians to be connected to Old St. Pat's? I think we've just got a great, we've got a great tradition of quality, and, and that attracts, um, attracts more people that are, are passionate about their craft, and they want to be in a place that makes them feel welcome, and that respects what they do, and um, I think we do a good job with that. Now, Mark and Dominic, yeah. this choir that we're listening to today started in what year? Well, it's just been an ongoing. I mean, this is at least twenty-five years. Music ministry. So it's been going on for a long, long time. So it it, it just keeps getting yeah. better, bigger, and better and better, and just unbelievable quality of sound. But also, what I'm noticing with the video, for those that are watching with us, people are enjoying what they are doing. They are spirit-led, festive, joy-filled. You know, talk about gifts of the Holy Spirit and the gift of music ministry. And a gift is only a gift when you give it away. And somehow they're so, Mark, am I right? They're so joy-filled. Oh, yeah. They're just, just filled and with the and, and you know song. You know where that starts? With the leadership, with these two guys modeling that and encouraging that and and welcome, you know, you you talked about welcoming, uh, the spirit of welcoming, you know, observing the congregation. Uh, that's the gift. The gift is people feel welcome. They want their, they feel like their talents are being valued, and at a very high quality. I mean, those musicians also that you've involved are the best in the city. But to to mesh that all together during COVID times is incredible. Let's go to our next video. Video. Number four, this is a, you know, talk about a great variety today. So Brian, again, Hitman, take it away.
Bravo. Lift every voice and sing. We're going to be back in just a minute. We're going to take a little break. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. on your dial, Catholic Chicago. When we come back, we'll continue uh, our discussion about the beautiful music ministry at Old St. Pat's with Dominic, with Mark, and uh, maybe a little peek into the future, what's going to be happening at Old St. Pat's very soon. We'll be back. Please stay tuned. Throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, Catholic Charities has continued to respond to the needs of people who come to us for assistance. More than 850,000 meals and food parcels have been offered to those who are struggling with food insecurity. Over 108,000 homelessness prevention hotline calls have been answered. Over 22,000 people have received mental health services and $2 million in financial assistance has been provided to keep people housed. If you or someone you know needs assistance, email us at gethelp at catholiccharities.net. That's gethelp at catholiccharities.net. Or call 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. Hey, it's Timothy Johnston here from Liturgy Training Publications. Over the past few months, I'm sure you've found yourself at home more, whether it's working from home or watching live stream masses on Sunday mornings. As we begin adjusting to this at the beginning of the pandemic, one of the things I missed the most was gathering with friends at the parish. That's why we at LTP have created this new virtual gathering series called Living the Sunday Word. We meet virtually on Thursday evenings each week and reflect on the upcoming Sunday readings. And with that, we share stories to help us more fully reflect on the Word of God. I'm inviting each of you to join us, a group of friends meeting virtually from all parts of the country. So visit ltp.org for more information and to register. You won't want to miss this. back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM on your dial. We're talking about the music ministry at Old St. Pat's with Dominic Tunfio and with Mark Scott-Safave. And um, I have a question. It's very timely, um, and I'll frame it this way. You have a wonderful history, wonderful pastoral leadership there with Jack Wall, Tom Hurley. We're keeping him in our prayers. And now, as of yesterday, there was an announcement, Father Pat McGrath, who has said Mass many, many times. He's very familiar with the congregation there. Uh, Jesuit from Loyola County is going to be named, is named pastor for 22, July 22. Uh, Maybe just my question would be to both of you, what do you hope for him? What do you hope for him? Give it a try, Dominic Mark. I just I hope that he is uh, that he is uh, welcomed and he is positioned for success and open arms and and I I know it will be the case. How about you, Dominic? Yeah, he is he is already he is so, so well well loved by our community already because he's you know, he uh, Pat McGrath was actually ordained at Old St. Pat's. Was he really? Was he really? Wow. About yeah. how many years ago? What year was that? What year is that? Two thousand six. Okay. Ordained at Old St. Pat's for the Jesuit community. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, he's been doing he was, weekend uh, supply for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's a yeah, tremendous so he's, homilist. Uh, presiding uh, uh, since then uh, on the weekends uh, on occasion. So which means Father McGrath is no stranger to old St. Pat's. Nope. It's almost like completing his journey back. Right. 
yeah. full circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and also Old St. Pat's has always been so welcoming of staff members of clergy and uh, that's that's who, who we are at Old St. Pat's. So since we're very kind of since short on time here, we're gonna go to another video here. So we've listened to four, number five coming up and Brian and Michael take it away. We're back. We're back. Rose in December. I'd like to now sing Petunia in June. Beautiful. Beautiful. And we have uh, a lot of content. We were busy this past year. So yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Now tell us about this song, the selection. And again, the work involved, Mark and Dominic has to be unbelievable. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. Great job. Beautiful song. It's a great piece by Liam Lawton. And it's another example like Lift Every Voice where we can use people from that are not geographically close to us. Mm-hmm. And so Liam Lawton actually sang that from his church in Ireland, and he was the soloist in the first part of that. Uh, and Morja Robertson was featured in the previous video from, uh, from Notre Dame. He's the first African-American graduate of their master's in sacred music program. And so we're able to pull in people like this. Uh, one of the gifts of the pandemic is that our geographical boundaries are not as constraining as they once were. Now, Dominic, do you and Mark sit down regarding these selections and say, what are we going to do next here? Is this a collaborative effort on the, on the part of the both of you and like a brainstorming session? Sure, yeah. Um, you know, usually it starts with an idea, comes to kind of usually Mark's mind and kind of bounces it off my my sounding board and we kind of go back and forth. And then Mark has, uh, has the... Uh, NASA rocket controls over there <laughs> that he does, does all these virtual choir uh, uh, pieces on on his uh, computer at home there, and he and, you know takes it away, and we both pre- you know prepare the um, the uh, rehearsal tracks and the recording tracks, and then we go from there. If somebody wanted to learn more about the music ministry at Old St. Pat's, how would they find out more? They can go to our website, which is oldstpats.org. And there's a Sunday music link there, and that will take you to all about us, a whole listing of all the recordings that we've done during COVID. It's a pretty long list now. 
and a very uh, long list. And just gives you a chance to fill out a form to contact us for more information too. Beautiful. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up with our last video. I'd like to thank Mark Scotsafave, uh, who's the director of music, and uh, Dominic Trumpio, director of liturgy. Uh, on a personal note, to have been at Old St. Pat's when Jack came, spend eight years. Uh, in music, and to see the wonderful gifts you guys bring to that community is very heartwarming to me. So personally, I'd like to thank you. Um, and thank you, Dominic. Thank yeah, you, Mark. Keep up your wonderful You're ministries. Welcome. Thank you both. And uh, we're going to end with our last video. And I'd like to thank, thank Michael May, Brian Brock, our producers. And thank, uh, thank Mark Teresi. And I'd like to thank our makeup man who took care of Father Greg this morning, <laughs> did a good job. We will, we will end with, with, our, okay. with our wonderful video from nice Old St. Pat's Music Ministry. God bless everyone. God bless. Have a wonderful weekend.